Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer. As always, I'm joined by Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, that was delayed, not because of the stream, but because I was reading something and didn't realise that we had started. <laughs> and June Williams. Good morning. So uh, here we are, still on distance. It's another two weeks later. Um, it's the morning time, which is fun. We haven't done a morning recording in like a year. Mm. The mood is different. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Energy's up, energy. sun's out. Sun's out. Words out. I don't know. Guns out. Well, yeah, but like, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, how have you all been? At home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's basically how I've been. That is how you have been. Yeah. Well, you both are still, we're all still working. Yeah. So it hasn't really been that much of a difference apart from the fact that everything's closed. Yeah, totally. Um, and, you know. I guess. Sorry. Sorry, go on. You go on, you go on. No, no, you. Um, I guess, like, yeah, the, like, retail's still open and, like, everything basically is still open. So, I don't know. There's yeah. nothing social open. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been out drinking. So, oh, I forgot one thing to put in the dock. Awesome. I've got one more very cool story to show you. Anyway, keep going. Please take that <laughs> stylus out of your mouth. No. <laughs> we are recording a professional podcast, so... Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's weird. I, I mean, we were saying to each other before we started as well that, like, we're all three of us kind of lucky that um, we haven't seen a drastic reduction in, in work hours or employment yet, um, personally. So, you know, I'm not going to complain, but we know there's a lot of people out there who are, who have been doing it tough. So, um, you know, thoughts out to everyone who is having a hard time, whether it's because of the actual disease or the fallout from it. Um, but you know, we're not really going to talk about that this week. Everyone is talking about that. It's on everyone's mind. Let's talk about things that are cool, like video games. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about things that are cool, Kerry. Video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you didn't know, this is minimap.com.au's uh, bi-weekly fortnightly podcast. It's nothing to do with Fortnite. Um, we, Sometimes it is. Yeah, not in like a year at least. Year or two, year and a half. Thank God. Year and a bit. <laughs> not since, not since um, uh, season two, no, like year two, whatever they're calling it. Chapter two started and the black hole was... Yeah. Um, so what am I saying? This is minimap.com.au's podcast. You can go there and see other stuff we've made, our other podcasts that we've made, our articles. Um, see if there's anything you like. You can also find us on Twitter. You can support us on patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, we've got some cool things there like outtakes and a discord and it's really neat. But of course, make sure you're looking after yourselves first and foremost. If you are thinking of, um, doing anything like that, we want to make sure everyone's you know, good before they're being very generous. Um, aside from that, there's not much going on. We're just going to kick on with it. Now, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Animal Crossing, where what we've decided, we're going to, because we've all played it and we've all played so much of it, the, the Switch, by the way, finally told me how many hours I've played. I put it yeah, over 50. Really? Yeah. i got to check mine. Yeah. Um, so what we're gonna because we've all played it, we're all really enthusiastic about it. We're gonna we're gonna wait and we're gonna do that on, on, on the back end of the podcast, so you know we can save some of our 
some of our our, our big blowout for that. Um, and we're gonna so we're gonna do it like reverse order. So we're gonna talk about news, which there isn't much of this week. Um, June's question corner and, and the other games that basically Jeremy's been playing because June and I haven't played anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna kick in with the news. Um, we're recording this on the first of April, Australia time. Um, and it's 10.40. As of about an hour and a half ago, uh, Final Fantasy VII launched in Australia. 10 well, days early. Well, 40 minutes ago, because... No, it was like, it was like 9 o'clock. Oh, right. Wow. That yeah. was quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, so the game's out. It's not meant to be. Um, I'm going to pull up the Square Enix press release that, um, that they released to say, you know... Please don't buy the game. <clears throat> they don't, don't say please game. don't buy the game. They say please don't spoil the game. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's close enough. No, it's not. You, I sure don't know. What, I don't know why you things. read please don't buy the game from. Let that, me read they... the article, okay? So here we go. I've got I've got an Engadget article. This is from Rachel England. Um, Square Enix will ship Final Fantasy VII remake early to some countries. Disruption caused by the coronavirus will leave some players open to spoilers. So I'm I've. I, honestly, I, I don't think I need to read the whole article, but that's where I've grabbed it from, and it leads me to the tweet here. So, um, I'm just going to read some of the statement that they put out uh, from Square. It says the Final Fantasy VII remake team have worked extremely hard to make this game, and we're incredibly proud of what you should be able to, what you are about to play. Um, we have skipping ahead. We had some hard decisions to make during the final few weeks before launch due to disruption to distribution channels caused by the spread of the COVID-19 virus. These unique circumstances have made it very difficult to align timing of our global shipping. Our highest priority is that all of you, including those who live in countries currently facing the biggest disruption, can play the game at launch. So we made the decision to ship the game far earlier than usual to Europe and Australia. As a result, there is a greater chance that some of you in these regions will now get a copy of the game prior to the worldwide, worldwide release date of April 10th. So just pointing out here, it's just going off script, it's saying as a result there is a greater chance. So they didn't they didn't say go for your life, um, no. but I think they're basically saying like, look, you've got it here. One of you is going to break street date and then you're all going to be forced to do it. So, um, <laughs> um, so reading on, uh, for other Western regions, including the Americas, copies will be shipped this week and we feel optimistic that most of you will receive the game for launch day. However, due to the challenging situation, we cannot provide the delivery details, no delivery dates for each country and each retailer. Um... To everyone, we would like to ask one big favour. If you get the game early, please think of others and don't spoil it for them. We know there are potential spoilers that have been out there for over two decades as the original Final Fantasy VII was released in 1997. This, that, se that sentence is for you specifically, Jeremy. But Final Fantasy VII Remake is a new game that still has many surprises for everyone. All our fans and players deserve to experience the game for themselves and we ask for the support of our dedicated community around the world to ensure that. Weird. So, are you saying are you saying that um, someone broke street date and that's why it's out now? Because, like, why why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't Square say, you know, we can send it to you, but don't sell it until April tenth? I don't know. I mean, I feel like they would have said that, right? I, yeah. I, I think what's happened is I don't know. I want to preface yeah. this by I don't know any details. What I am assuming is that uh, distribution, whether it's Sony or whether it's Square, um, have told retailers in Australia, 
you can sell it early. Um, but we are not going to tell the whole world that the game is coming out early because then we have to do it all around the world. Um, and mm. I think they, because then like countries where like they don't have as many restrictions as like a country like Australia does at the moment in terms of like what they can do. Um, then they'll have to sell it over there as well. And then they'll have to bring forward digital release day and all that stuff. And they're still working on the game, I'm assuming. And so there's still going to be patches. And so oh, yeah, day one patch probably isn't out yet. Who so knows? it's not out digitally, it's only out physically. I think so. Do you want me to check? Yeah. yeah all right, could. I'm on it. Um, but yeah, game I think journalists it's... carry on the job. Yeah. Uh, I think this is good. Um, I like... You know, I... People need stuff to do at home, I guess. Um, and I, I think it's a smart move, um, sort of just like randomly stealth dropping it in the morning because it stops yeah. people from like, say they announced it last night, then it'll be full of people, people lining, lining up. up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, people are still going to be flocking to, to EB and JB this, like, this morning. Totally, totally. No one's, no one's at work, so... But like, I also have a... Like, I've got a pre-order for the game, right? And I didn't yeah. get my text message saying, hey, it's ready to be picked up. So unless you've looked at the ah. social media channels, um, you won't actually know yet. Interesting. Um, so I think... I think that was the right call to sort of like spread out the release as well. Um, same like how in the States they put out Doom a day early, so not everyone was going to get Doom and Animal Crossing at the same time. Um, yeah. So I well, think. It's like what they did They did here where they announced uh, that the Swanson Street store would be opening it at uh, 8 for Animal Crossing and then opened it, opened it at 5.45. Yeah. yeah. So all the people <laughs> who were coming in to line up early yeah. just walked in and walked out. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm, this is I'm cool. I'm glad they're thinking of those things. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I I um I saw that and I was like, there's no way that people are going to be able to, um, like that retailers are going to be able to sell this, right? Like Square doesn't want it to sell early. Like I don't know. It was so interesting. All the time I read that when I read that um press release the first time, all I could think was that is the public facing press release, and I am dying to see what the industry focused press releases what what the yeah. head the head offices of eb and jb and target and harvey norman what they all received as their things if it was saying hey please do it or hey no one do it but if one of you does then you all can like i don't know what the go is but mm. you know nine o'clock today game's out all of a sudden the thing is though you know something they mentioned a week or two ago with this is that um uh, there may be distribution issues in terms of further stock. So I think once this shipment, this this launch shipment is out, I think it's going to be really hard to find copies of it. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think the people who get it in the next like 48 hours are going to be the only people who have it until it comes out digitally. Um, I might be wrong, but... Yeah, I mean, um, who knows? Yeah, I think so as well. I've also well, had if, people... Unless it's out digitally now, in which case I think... Hopefully, people will just download it online rather than going into stores. It is yeah. not out yet. It is only it's available not. for pre-order currently. Jesus. Yeah. I wonder if they'll bring that forward. I doubt it, but I, I wonder. Oh no, because then people are just going to like swap regions to download it early. And exactly. Stuff, so That's the thing. Yeah. And if and if they can't do that, there'll be criticisms of like, oh well, if you've released it digitally, why can't you release it digitally everywhere? And and then people yeah. will be playing a subpar co- version of the game because it's not going to have all the patches. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's it's interesting times. I was, you know, I was talking about this with Sam, right? And um, I was something that um, came up was Sam said, "Does do people break street date often?" I was like, "I don't remember the last time it happened. No, I don't remember when it was. Like, I um, remember getting, 
I remember getting like Mass Effect 3 early. Like that was one of the games that I pre-ordered and I got a message saying, hey, you come and get it tonight. It was like two days prior or a day prior, like the night before or something. And I was like, oh, hey, dad, let's go to JB. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I've actually like gotten phone calls at work from people being like, hey, are you selling uh, Resident Evil 3 yet? And we're like, no, it comes out like in four days, which is when I was working last. Um, and they're like, oh, well, some people have already got it. I'm like, right, okay. Not Good us. for them. But like, yeah, like, so apparently that broken street date. Um, I know last week people already had Final Fantasy VII. Um, I saw posts on Twitter of like wow. someone who had a stack of games, like did like a foot high of just Final Fantasy VII copies that they've taken home. Mm. Um, and I'm assuming they were like hawking. Um, but yeah, like I think it, it sort of happens randomly, but it's it's never like it's never a company is selling it early. It's always like a store here, a store there, like. Um, in one of my old houses years ago, the, the, J, the JB nearest to that um, would always sell movies like a week and a half early. Jesus. I think because they didn't really care that much. Um, and so I used to get like, you know, the latest Marvel Blu-ray or whatever, like a week and a half early and like watch all the bonus features before they went up online and stuff, which was cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's never like the chain. It's always just like a store, which is, I'm assuming more than likely a mistake. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, no one wants to be fined. The street date fine. No, it's it's a huge fine, and more than a fine, it's a damage to their public relations between the companies, right? Like, yeah, yeah. the a, a retailer like EB that is dedicated to selling games has to keep up its relationship with the publishers and the distributors because if they fuck them over, they're not going to get pre-order bonuses. They're not going to get any incentives. They're not going to receive the game early to distribute it like in a timely fashion that suits the warehouse's needs or whatever. They're yeah. just going to be like, hey, you fucked us before. You're getting this game two days before it comes out and you could sort out how it gets to your stores from there because you ruined yeah. like the release. Like They can't do that. And they know that. So I just want to point out that I literally just got the text message saying Final Fantasy VII is ready to be picked Ooh. up. Oh, so, really? My phone so was now, buzzing too. Now anyone that's got a pre-order. Um, yep, there it is. We'll, we'll be able to get it. Yikes. Although, to be fair... To their credit, um, in in the text, different to all the other ones, um, it says your copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake is ready to be c- picked up at EB Games. When in store, please follow social distancing, tour capacity, and contactless payment guidelines. Whoa, that's awesome! It, like, because normally it would say <laughs> bring in your games to trade. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely don't say that this time. Um, it also says to ensure the enjoyment of the game for all. Please do not share game content until the tenth of April. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, that's no. true. But also, like, are there going to be any spoilers in this game anyway? Because it doesn't get Jeremy, to the Jeremy, they the just game. told you. <laughs> it doesn't, we don't know where this game stops. It might be before, like, anything major happens. Yeah, but they've added a lot of other stuff. Yeah. You don't know. I don't know. Is this game going to end on a cliffhanger? Like, who knows? I'll find, out, I'll find out in... Four days by the time I finally finish it, because it's a long-ass game. Fair enough. When are you going to get it? I might pick it up later today. Yeah. I'm wondering about doing that, but also I don't want to leave the house if I don't have to, so we'll, we'll yeah. see. Well, we're, our house is out of bread anyway, so I'm going to try and sw- <laughs> swing that for my housemate, being like, hey, let's drive to the shop for bread and Cloud's biceps. Yep. <laughs> um, we don't really have any other news. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Do you have the article pulled up, Jeremy? Do you have sure any don't. deep... 
Okay, let me find. Let me find. <laughs> tell me about. Tell me about Mario. Mario. Uh, well, first of all, do you know Mario's last name? Um. It's brother. Yeah. What is it? Brother. No. <laughs> Mario's canonical last name is Mario. <laughs> That's stupid. His name is Mario Mario, and his brother's name is That's... Luigi Mario. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Poor Luigi. Because <laughs> it's the only Mario. way it makes sense that they're the Mario brothers. Uh, yep. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> uh, what other Mario facts do I know? Did you know that Mario has a party? Um, <laughs> I did know that. Is it super? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Eight of them, in fact. All right, who's ready uh, for the, the lowdown? I, I am. No, I'm there's ready. only eight, isn't there? I think there's spin-offs, isn't there? There's only eight Mario parties. No, there's ten. There's no spin-offs. There's of... nine, ten, and then Super. Oh. And also the one on Never. DS. Never mind. I think that was a numbered one. Anyway, nah. tell us about tell us about this Mario information, Gary. Okay, this is from IGN via Adam Bankhurst. Nintendo reportedly planning Mario remasters for Switch to celebrate Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary. So... Uh, oh, it's been updated as of uh, yesterday as well. Um, I'll read the original and then we'll do the update as well. So, original story. In honor of Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary, Nintendo is said to be getting ready a big celebration. That that reads weird. Is said to be getting ready a big celebration that will include, quote, plans to re-release most of Super Mario's 35-year back catalogue this year, unquote. As reported by VGC, multiple sources have confirmed this news that also states a new installment in the Paper Mario series will be arriving on Nintendo Switch in 2020. These games are set to be revealed alongside new details on both the Super Nintendo World theme park and the animated Super Mario movie projects that Nintendo is working with Universal on. Um, it mentions the interactive Lego set they brought out. Um, the Super Mario Party dot 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 was set to be revealed during E3 2020, which has since been cancelled. Nintendo is said to be reviewing its plans and deciding how it will hold the event in response to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Um... Eurogamer has also confirmed parts of VGC's report, and its sources have indicated that Super Mario Galaxy is, quote, indeed one of the games being readied for a remaster, alongside a couple of other 3D Mario favourites. That sentence there is just like... That's just it for me. I'm so ready. Um, if these reports are accurate, skipping ahead, and assuming the games will not be delayed due to COVID-19 or other factors, Nintendo Switch owners will be able to look forward to the following Mario titles in 2020. Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine... Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario 3D World, a new per Paper Mario game, and other 3D Mario titles. Oh my god, that's really exciting. How yep. exciting is that? I'm, I'm I would love to play Galaxy on Switch. Me too. So, just a quick aside before I get to the update. I I don't know if I told this story before, but I, I Galaxy 1 is my favorite. Yeah, me too. And it doesn't it doesn't strike me the same way as Galaxy 2 does. Like, mm. it, it doesn't play the same. And a lot of people say that 2 is better. I, I flat out I, disagree. I, I, I agree with you. I think the first one has uh, more heart or something. Yes, yes, sure. exactly. That's precisely it. And so um, I lent out Galaxy to um, a friend of mine a while ago. And then, like, a, a while, a while ago. Um, and then their dad sold their Wii with all of their games, including my <gasps> Galaxy. No! Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm was so a sorry. super bummer. So, um, when EB stopped taking trades of games, I finally realized it was like, oh, if I'm going to replace this game, I need to do it now, unless I want to buy it for like 80 bucks on eBay in four years. So I went and bought it and I put it in and I tested it the other day. I played the first hour of Galaxy the other day. 
um, but it's a pain to set up in my house. So I'm really excited that that's there, but also I spent that money and maybe I could have waited, but it's coming out on Switch. <laughs> ah. I mean, like, how would you know? Um, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's like you buy a computer and then, you know, they announce a new series of graphics cards. Like, like I've I- never played, um, I've never played Sunshine and I haven't, I've never played Paper Mario either. So those two oh. are both. They, they interest me too. Paper Mario is really legit. Exciting. It's an incredible uh, RPG. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I've I'm never played the, uh, any the of these games. Here. Pardon? I've never played any of these games. I've played the first hour of Mario Galaxy, but that's it. Hmm. And like, very surprised. Yeah, right. Like me I, too, like I, I, I just really didn't get many games on the Wii because they were like always expensive, um, and. Like, uh, and Odyssey is still, like, my favorite Switch game. Um, so I am so excited to play You're gonna, yeah. more Mario games. <laughs> Even Sunshine. Oh. Like, I, I'm i keen. Sun- Sunshine's rough around the edges, but it's got things you can like about it. Mm. Um, so the update in the article reads, uh, further details have emerged in the ongoing reports that Nintendo will, be re- will, will re-release many Mario games. Uh, VGC has added to its report that Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Galaxy will be treated as a, quote, special anniversary collection rather than straight ports to Switch. Its own sources also supports earlier reports... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> its own sources also supports earlier reports about the port <laughs> of Super Mario 3D World, <laughs> which is allegedly said to be a deluxe edition with new levels and content. <laughs> in addition, VentureBeat's own sources claim that the Paper Mario game in development intends on returning to the series' roots, as seen in the N64 and GameCube era, which is a very good thing. That would suggest a refocused effort on RPG design, which would ha- which would make sense considering the f- criticism faced by the 3DS and Wii U entries, which involve more platforming features. Mm. It's only That's good so news. good. That's really exciting. It really is. It's it's so exciting. Uh, Mario, I'm Mario is back. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, oh, if I if I get to play Galaxy on my normal like screens like i have to set up a whole other telly to play galaxy right now and it's a bit of a pain but you can play galaxy in bed ah so good the only thing i am concerned because uh galaxy did use the wii pointer a Mm. lot um for collecting the star bits so like i don't know how they're going to replicate that i'm sure they'll figure out a way yeah like maybe they'll just be like breadcrumbs throughout the level yeah Just so exciting. Two very good news as opposed to last week where it was all like, this is cancelled, this is cancelled, this is cancelled. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's pretty um it's pretty wild. Um Jeremy, do you want to tell us what 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 things other than Animal Crossing you've been playing before we get to the question corner? Yeah, I can tell I can tell one of one of the quicker ones. Um so in the doc I've written down VR big screen apes. I just saw that. <laughs> What's uh, up with that, buddy? Okay, so uh, it's 2020 and I haven't been to the movie theaters in quite a while because they're all closed. And that makes me sad because I love going to the movies. And I love watching movies. And so there wasn't like when I got my Oculus Quest, what I did was I downloaded like a bunch of like random ass free games to see what they were like. Um, not knowing this game was a social game uh, and I downloaded it and all of a sudden like I'm in like a living room and it's like, oh, you can watch movies. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. And then I like clicked on one of the buttons and I was like, join lobbies with people. And I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then 
the other day I was like in bed and I was like, yeah, like I'm just going to put on my quest and see what's around. And so I opened up this game again and I was like, I wonder what these lobbies are. So I made sure to keep my microphone muted um, and joined one of these lobbies. And there's just a bunch of people in the theater watching a movie in VR. And I went, <laughs> hey, this is pretty cool. Um, and so I watched the entirety of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, um, <laughs> which is a two hour movie in VR with people in a big movie theater and every now and again so i'm gonna do like a visual movement but like i'm gonna try and explain it as i'm doing it i'm sitting in my bed with my vr controllers in my hands just sort of like watching and every now and again i look to my right and there's just like people rotating in and out all the time and i look to my right and i see someone and like like they like turn and look at me and i look i look at them and i just like give them a wave and they like wave back and because of the different functions you can do on my um quest controllers uh, I can either point or I can thumb or I can have my hand all the way open. Um, and so what I did is I, I look at them and I like pointed the screen and I give my thumbs up and point at the screen, give my thumbs up. And they like start doing the same, like, hey, movie good, movie good. And I'm like, yeah, movie good. We're like nodding. We're like high five. And we just like keep watching the movie. <laughs> and like it was like 3 a.m. when the movie finished because like I couldn't see the fucking time. And like, all of a sudden I take off my headset and I'm like back at home. I'm like, ah. I went to the theaters. That was so fun. <laughs> and it's like, I'm That's watching this awesome. movie on like this dude's like Plex server that he's just streaming into the game. Wow. And so every now and again, he has to pause it because he like gets up and goes to the bathroom and everyone's just like watching a pause screen, looking at each other, like throwing, <laughs> throwing like VR popcorn at each other yes. and like tomatoes. <laughs> and it was are, just are, like, are there microphones in the lobby? There, no, there are microphones at all times. And so people like, every now and again, someone would come in and he's just like, yeah, I'm breathing. And so I just like, go on the settings and just turn them down. Oh. But I, I didn't turn them all the way down because I missed having like, I missed <laughs> knowing that someone was in the theater with me. And so I turned them like three quarters of the way down. But so enough that I could hear everything fine, but like I could hear them just a little bit. Um, oh my God. Technology and is good, actually. It was good because, like, there are jokes in the movie and I hear people laughing at the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that, that sounds great. It was amazing. It was such a, like, I'm having one of these moments of, like, a, oh, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like, the movie ended and everyone left and the one guy who was hosting it was still there, so I went up to him and I just, like, pointed at him and I gave him a thumbs up and he, like, waved and I waved and then I left. And he started searching for, mo for more movies before I left, so he was just going to keep keep the show going. Wow, that's pretty cool. It was really nice. Do you reckon they're going to do it <laughs> I for I miss human releases? interaction. <laughs> um... Uh, so they actually have like th this this game. Um, I should uh, point out is called uh, VR Big Screen, I think, um, or Big Screen VR, and they do have like a inbuilt store, um, or they have like a connection to a, like an actual like video on demand store. Um, so in like the movie theater lobby, you can actually all purchase like newer movies, but like not many. Like they had like Star Trek Into Darkness, and they had a couple other random movies, um, which you can all like spend like three bucks to go into a screening and then watch it with people. Um, but mm. I think there was only like 30 people on the entire game when I went on. Um, right. So, and, but like, I think it was mostly Australian. So I don't know if it's like international or not. Um, I doubt it because then the movies would have to have like international licensing. Um, mm. But yeah, like, I, I don't know what it's like in the States that they might have 
like they might have movies that are not out yet in the states i I doubt it but it would be cool if they did because then people could still go to the movies yeah also like having like a packed vr theater for like say like black widow or whatever like because it's not out yet yeah people would flock to it and it'd be really fun that's exactly what i was thinking the only downside is it'd be super easy to buy movies at that point (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People having like VR cameras in like the theater to film it and then put it on torrent sites. Oh my god, what a nightmare. <laughs> um and the other thing I was thinking is like, um not that many people have VR, so like who's yeah. gonna who's like Disney isn't gonna invest in that. No, totally. Yeah. Um but like, like I also saw they had like um not at the moment because there's none on, but like they had uh like sports stadiums. Um, so you could like theoretically watch like a sports game there live with a bunch of people. That's so cute. That's so sweet. Um, I, I believe they also do uh, esports stuff as well, which would be cool. So Aww. it was really nice. It was like a really like wholesome sort of thing. Yeah, it sounds it. Good fun. Yeah. What 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 else you got, Jeremy? What what? Uh, we could probably, we can stay on the VR train and talk about Half Life Alex. Sure. Um, you you so, played some by last podcast, right? Or no, it didn't come out yet. Oh right, okay. Because it came out a few, it came out a few days after Doom and Animal Crossing. Mm. Um, yeah, I played a Half Life game in 2020. Um, <laughs> a new one, no doubt. Uh, so yeah, it's probably the best VR game I've ever played. Um, okay. And I played quite a few. Like I, I'm a VR tragic, but yeah, this game is like really, really good. Um, there's a few things that I really want to highlight what makes it so good the first is um the way they tell the story in this game is unlike any vr narrative i've ever experienced um they really grab your attention and do not let go because you can get really bored really easily in vr because you're sort of just like standing watching someone tell you a story um but you play uh like uh, i'm just gonna preface this i haven't played nearly any of the other half-life games and also i'm not going to just talk about the story much because i'm just not going to talk not not, not going to talk about the story um but i'm like the way they tell the story like they really make your character alex really like important to the story so you feel like you're actually a part of it and not just like watching a story play out in front of you like you are really really into it um yeah you're playing a character you're not playing an avatar yeah, totally. And it also helps that, like, uh, Valve's writing is just, like, always, like, stellar. Um, and this game is written so well and is so, so funny. Mm. Um, they've got Reese Darby, who is in uh, he's, he's in quite a few things. He's in Flight of the Concords. He's in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. He plays the, the swear wolf um, in What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> he is so fucking funny in this game. And... Every scene he's in is just like it's just a delight to listen to his voice and the way he tells these like there's there's such like situational humor jokes which is funny because it's just a voice in your head um uh and the way you pick up objects and interact with objects in this game it's got like probably the most refined physics in VR I've ever experienced which is a really big thing because you're picking up like objects all the time in every VR game basically because if you're not people tend to get bored pretty quickly. Um, and there's something still novel about just like, picking up shit in VR and looking at it and going, huh, and then just throwing it. Yeah. Um, but you've got these gravity gloves on your hand where you like aim at something like Iron Man 
and then you like press the button and yank it and it'll go to your hand and then you got to catch it and it feels so good every single fucking time. It <laughs> yanks at the perfect arc for like the perfect amount of time that catching it feels so satisfying. Yeah. Um, and certain objects have like weight too. Like I picked up a broom and I went to pick it up with one hand and my hand couldn't pick it up and it was like like wobbling a little bit. I was picking up half of it, but the other half was still like dropping on the floor. And then I, when I picked up with both hands, all of a sudden I had complete control on it, like at like a where my hands were at a distance and I was sweeping and it was... Sweeping with a broom in VR sounds really fucking boring, except when you realized how well it works and you're like, oh shit, like they really put effort into having the right amount of weight to every object that when you have to pick up a heavy object, you feel like you're actually heaving it, even though mm-hmm. it's not putting any strain on your body. Yeah. They do so many incredible tricks on your mind to make you think things are heavy and it, 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 it shocks me every single time. That's so cool. It's also I am. a lot more survival horror. It's 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 pretty oh, scary. Right. right. Like it's you don't have a lot of bullets. Um and head crabs are kind of creepy in the oh, old Half Life games. But like they look really good in this game and they jump at your face and it's pretty fucked every single time. Yeah. Um the game looks stunning. It's it's like it is by far and away the best VR game I've played. Um leave it to Valve. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, no it's, kidding. It's wild. I don't know how well it's doing. No, I have no idea either. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, like it's you know, the price the cost of entry of this game is at least a thousand dollars. Actually more than yeah. that. It's it's uh, at least yeah. you've got to have at least a thousand dollar PC. Yeah. Because the game like the game runs very well, I like I will say. Like it you know, once again, leave it to Valve to make a game run on almost anything. Um but like VR games, they're fucking beefy. Yeah. Um, and you also need at least a six hundred dollar headset. So, yeah. I was like, no one's gonna pay that much for audio. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you mean? <laughs> headset. You know, people spend that much on audio. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's like, wow, that'd be cool to play. I don't think I can pinpoint a time where it will happen, but, you know, cool. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah. Lockdown and a Half-Life game comes out in VR. Like, it's... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I keep thinking, like, I'd love to play Beat Saber. Should I borrow someone's PSVR if they aren't using it? I was like, no one's going to give me their PSVR right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and also I shouldn't do that anyway, like hygiene wise. Oh, so is it a game of the year contender for you? Quick question. I don't know know how to compare it to other games. Like it's, so I've played a lot of VR games. I've made VR games as well. I was never 100% convinced that you could do a full-on narrative story-driven VR game just because of play sessions make you tired faster. Um, You can't easily play a VR game. Like, the quest is the easiest way to play VR, but it still requires a bit of setup. Um, Having a screen that closes your eyes for a long time is tiring and it makes your eyes dry out. And you're also standing up for the entirety of this game. You, You probably can play it sitting, but... 
um, you want to play it standing because you want to like you have to bend over and crouch and you know dodge shit all the time. Um, probably not only because there were some really 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 good games coming out this year. Yeah, um, fair enough. It is by far and away the single best VR game I've ever played, though. So that shouldn't go okay. without merit. Um, game of the Year contender. Who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how it nets out at the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Well, I look forward to borrowing your quest in three years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, And you also said you finished Doom. I guess you hadn't played Doom last time. No, I have started and finished Doom. Wow. I feel like we've... How's, How's the soundtrack? Oh, my God. So, Doom 1 soundtrack is very good. Um, Wolfenstein soundtrack very good as well. All all Mick Gordon. Um, this soundtrack is probably the best Mick Gordon. Um, really? Yes. Okay. And and I have I have two reasons why. One because the soundtrack fucks. Um, it it is <laughs> like knew? it is right. Um, spoilers. This game fucks. And oh I was really? Right. <laughs> I am still right. This game still fucks. This is probably the best first person shooter I've played. In a long, long time. Maybe since, maybe since Black Ops. I knew you were gonna say it. I knew you were gonna yeah. say it. <laughs> what Black Ops? Yeah, I was like, what's he gonna? He's gonna say Black Ops. <laughs> Pro- probably, did. yeah. Like it, it it's just ah. Oh. Um. So the the best thing about the soundtrack in this game is that, as you progress further in the game, the music gets better. There's no like, oh, there's like this highlight in the middle of the game where it's got like this really awesome soundtrack. The final three levels have got the best fucking music. It just like it just starts shredding, and like you get to the bit where like um, I think about three or four levels from the end, you get to the music they use in the trailer, and it's like, oh yes, this was like the best song. And then the ones after are like even better. Um, (laughs) The game looks great. Like the entire game looks like original Doom like cover art. Like they have finally got to the point where they can adapt that awesome super stylish fucking vistas with like these crazy lightning demonic clouds in the back and the hellscapes oh it's wild and like uh, the story in this game is like it's good like it's not like amazing it's not it's not wolfenstein it's not wolfenstein 2's story um but the gameplay is just so fucking good you have double jumps you have dashes you have, so I was thinking about this when I first started playing it. I was talking to my housemate and uh, he was like, how's Doom? And I'm like, I think Doom's a puzzle game. And he's <laughs> like, what do you mean Doom's a puzzle game? I'm like, well, you have something to solve every moment and you have all the tools to solve it. So you're constantly making those decisions to do it. Like, oh, I'm out of ammo. I'm going to use my shoulder mounted flamethrower to burn <laughs> enemies. And while enemies are on fire, they drop ammo. Uh, sorry, um, armor. If I'm running out of armor. If I want to, if I need ammo, I'll use my chainsaw. Because then if I kill an enemy with a chainsaw, they drop ammo. If I do a glory kill on an enemy, they drop health. And so what you're doing is constantly swapping between weapons for each enemy. Because each enemy also has a way to kill them and a weapon that is very strong against them. And every weapon also has a secondary fire as well. And every weapon also has, almost every weapon also has a second secondary fire, which you can choose and swap on the fly. (laughs) And everything just meshes into this, like, this, like, synergistic 
orchestra of violence that oh is just put that so, on the box. Oh my god, it is so cool. It is so so like it's just cool. You have a castle that orbits the Earth, which is your home base in space. Did you play it on um, PC? Yes, I did. Um, I've heard that playing it on um, controller is just as good because they made this game yeah. more with controller in mind. Um, so all of the different buttons um, are, are mapped really well, apparently. Like I, I've, I've heard people who play it on PC also sometimes just plug in a controller because it's just as enjoyable. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I've listened to Kind of Funny's review of it um, and um, Imran Khan was saying that um, he did like preview events with mouse and controller with mouse and keyboard and then played the game with controller. And we, he was finding that he couldn't make precise shots on like distant turrets. Whenever you needed to make precision shots, he, he was saying right. he was finding that much more difficult. Right. I, I don't think I ever even bothered to make like sniper shots at all. Um, because of how fast you move, like you're always running. There's no sprint button because you're always just moving fast. Yeah. Um, and having two dashes, which with, which as you progress through the game, um, the cooldown gets lowered um, more and more. And so, like, you can just, like, dash, dash, and then dash, and then dash, and then dash. Like, it is that quick. Yeah. Um, you feel like you're carrying so much heavy momentum that if there's anyone on the other side of the map shooting at me, um, I can get over there so quick and just, like, rip them up. Um, yeah, this game is so fucking baller. Um, and... I finished it last night and it was very, very good. There's one really crap boss fight, um, which was only crap because when you run out of ammo, there's like no way to get more. And like I got to a point where like I ran out of all of ammo in my guns and I'm like, I don't actually know how to beat this because I have a chainsaw left and the boss is like in the sky. Hmm. I guess I'm just going to die. Um, And so I did and had to like, stretch ammo out on this boss fight which wasn't good um not the final boss fight final boss fight was fine boss fights um, in that game are weird i've heard that you get like instructions on how to beat the bosses in this game you do there is no there's nothing that you have to figure out in this game uh for better or for worse right i didn't i didn't hate knowing everything um i think because I don't know, like, I've been thinking about this for a little bit because, like, getting, like, being introduced to a boss and immediately getting a tooltip on how to defeat the boss with a video is a really odd choice. Um, But I think that sort of falls in line with this game's mantra of, like, of, like, the power trip that you're going on, right? Like, you are the most powerful being. You are constantly being told by all the enemies in this game that you can't do this like, this is the way things are, you cannot do this, and immediately Doomslayer just, like, shrugs it off and does it anyway. <laughs> um, even when it's, like, the prophecy has has foretold that this will happen, and you just immediately just, like, fuck that and just do the other thing. Yeah. Um, which is very funny, and I never got sick of it. Uh, especially when it's, like, these... Like, you're doing, like, universe-changing events that are happening before your eyes, and you just, like snap it or whatever like it's it's very just like matter of fact um uh so i think that i I think you being told how to defeat the enemy does fall in line with what the game is telling you um but 
like gameplay wise, I think it was an interesting design decision. Um, I don't think it really detracted from the game that much. Like there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I really wish I figured that out. Right. Um, a lot of it's just like the mechanics of the game, like the the big dog enemies. You shoot the tail, and then the tail breaks off, and then they're weaker. The crab enemies, you break off their top turret. Like it's it's pretty. Like it's how to defeat the enemy, but you still have to do it, and it's still hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then it becomes about you knowing how to do that in a room where it's full of other enemies at the same time, right? And how to pull yeah, it like, all off. Yeah, like you're not constantly doing that anyway, because there's like you know sometimes upwards of thirty enemies all shooting you all at once, and you're like zooming around, swapping weapons, and throwing grenades and flamethrowers and. Wow, by the way, the, the flamethrower is so cool. You just like, you just got this gun in your hand, and this flamethrower just comes over your left shoulder and just goes, and then it goes back onto your back again. It's yeah. called Flame Belch. <laughs> it's just, it's very, very cool. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to get it. Did you get it on Steam? No, I got it on Bethesda. Gah. Because I got it through Humble. Gah. Yeah. How am I supposed to, how am I supposed to leech off you? If you won't get it on your Steam library, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get your physical discs anymore, Jeremy. No, no one can. No, not even, not even me. <laughs> um. Well, cool. I mean, I'm glad it worked so well for you. Um, June, are you gonna get it? Um, I'm literally ordering it online. <laughs> <laughs> uh. As always, I think we have proven to ourselves that we are good salespeople to each other <laughs> and ourselves. <laughs> oh, so, like, so, 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 June, remember how Wolfenstein 2's combat was, like, not good? Yeah. They fixed it. This is so fucking good. Oh! <laughs> you just, you feel so heavy and you're just moving all the fucking time. The issue is, now that Final Fantasy's out, I think the lounge room TV is going to be uh, used at all times. Yeah. You have a TV in your bedroom. So, yeah, but I think Logan wants to borrow my PS4. What? Why? To play Final Fantasy. <laughs> I think you have. I think you have first right of refusal on that one. Yeah, but I said that. I said that. I said that it was fine. Oh, June, rookie <laughs> but era. But I didn't realize Doom fucked so much. Rookie era. I've been. I've been saying this for months. I know. Well, June said it too. <laughs> I also didn't know that I would have two days off a week. Yeah. 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 For the foreseeable future. Um, but I'm also thinking about buying Control while I'm here. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm thinking of asking Jeremy to leave his copy of Control at work. <laughs> That's a much better idea. <laughs> <laughs> then I will go and collect it. Um, yeah, weird times, hey. Well, yeah. <laughs> June, I hope you don't have to give up your PS4 at the time <laughs> when Doom and Final Fantasy are coming out. I feel like, what else is coming out in April? Was Final Fantasy kind of it? I feel like it was Persona was the other thing, but that's out now. Yeah. None of us are playing that, I don't think. No. No one cares about Persona. <gasps> do I buy it on PC or do I buy it on PS4? Do you like playing on PC? I feel like it's a PC game, but... It is, but I also don't know if my PlayStation will be able to handle it. At, uh, sorry, my PS, PC will be able to handle it at this stage. Uh, it, it, it runs, like... The engine that they're using, like id Tech 4 or whatever it's called, um, runs pretty well. Um, I have it on, I had it on high and every now and again it dropped. Like there was a couple levels where it dropped down to like probably 25, 30. Um, but that's like down for like from 60, which is what I was running most of the game at. 
Sometimes um, when I am watching a YouTube video, my computer crashes. Okay, maybe maybe get on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just know that when I played Doom 2016, I, I just got bored of it halfway through. I think part of that was because it didn't feel as good on controller as it might have on PC, but also I'm guessing I haven't played it on PC. So, like, this game isn't open world like Doom 2016 is. This is, like, levels. This is, like, you have I mean, a 2016 to, like, was hub. levels, too. It's just each level was quite broad. Yeah, but like there was like a, there was a lot of like going around to the same place and like like there's like sort of like a centralized area which you're going back and forth in sometimes in 2016. I like on Mars is mostly where I'm talking about like the the open world stuff, the like parts where you'd go inside and outside. Not it's not an open world game, but there are open levels which you're going back and forth to the same place a couple times. Okay. In this okay. one is very much point A to point B. Ugh. That's much better. <laughs> I like, prefer that more. Like, I, I think I do too. Um, the level design is really good. Like the, the platforming in this game is phenomenal. There's like monkey bars and there's like <laughs> ledge grabbing and it's like... There's a slide. <laughs> there's no slide, but there's like wall climbing oh. on certain surfaces as well. And whenever there's like a big group of enemies you have to defeat before you can move on, it's in such a well-designed area, which is designed for you to jump around and swing across and then fire and then dash and then swing across something else and then dash and fire and it just it all comes together in a bloody crescendo every single time (laughs) (laughs) oh i love the i love the language you've used to describe this game look i really want a box quote so bad (laughs) (laughs) you've been you've been furiously like drafting on pen and paper you're like no that won't do they'll never put that (laughs) (laughs) all right Let's uh let's let's wrap this half up with the question and we'll come back to it after the break. What do you all think? Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Hey June. Yes. Hit me. What is your favorite Pokemon and what is your f- favorite most underrated Pokemon? <gasps> I love these questions. Do you have an answer? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got one of them. I don't know about the underrated, but we'll we'll find out. Mm. Um, are we all going to look through the, the, the 900 strong Pokedex? <laughs> I'm already Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone look at your Pokedex. We'll look at ours and uh... we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We're here looking through our Pokedexes as we try to establish what Pokemon are our favorites. I wish I had a Pokedex. Yeah, right? Like the original one, like the one that like flips open? Yeah, and like I just want it to be filled and I can just have and look at whenever I want. Don't give me that don't give me that Pokemon that is a Pokedex. No no no. That, yeah, I'm not a fan. No. No. You don't like Rotom? Nope. I like Rotom. I don't like Rotom Dex or whatever it was called. Yeah. That's I like, don't want to have a personality. Right. <laughs> 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 Unlike the rest of all of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say my answer, because everyone knows it already. Chari. It's Chari, but it's actually Charizard, not Charmander. Oh, really? Yeah, Charizard's been my favourite for a long time. Mm. Do we all have favourites from Gen 1? Yeah, Charizard. Jeremy? I don't know if I have a favourite from Gen 1. Oh, wow, okay. My my favourite, and has been for a long time, is Scyther. Yes, Scyther's very, 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 very good. That was actually going to be my underrated. Yeah, Scyther kind of is underrated as well. Yeah. Um, 
but Scyther just is my favorite, so <laughs> like there's just no there's just no question it. It just it's just that's just the way it is. I feel like you would be a Scyther fan. You fit that. He's for got some swords reason. on his arms. <laughs> oh, it's because he's a Power Ranger. <laughs> the green Power Ranger. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, Alright, Jeremy, what you got? So I think my underrated is Tyranitar. And I have I have a very specific reason for it. Kerry's Kerry's shaking his head. One, Tyranitar's not underrated. Two, what's your actual favorite though? Oh, my actual favorite? I still don't know. Um like I I, I keep swapping between like I really, really, really like uh Squirtle. Um but I also really, really like like Turtwig slash Torterra. Um mm. very very cool starter that's got like a glow up like almost no other Pokemon. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, Turtwig would always be like probably my favorite just because it was like my first starter and my first mainland Pokemon. Um, but Tyranitar, I think, is underrated only because Tyranitar is as good as a starter. Like, the. A starter's evolution. Yeah. Uh, like, what? what? Lavatar is the first one. Yes, and then Pupitar, and then Tyranitar. As good as a starter evolution can get, and yet not one. That doesn't deserve, doesn't, that hasn't gotten the justice that Tyranitar deserves, which is its own mainland game, Pokemon Tyranitar, which I'm pitching on Kickstarter right now. Nintendo, please don't shut me down. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many crowdfunded things are we going to start? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what's your favorite underrated, Kerry? I've got like I've got like two suggestions, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them one of them's like a bit of a uh, like I'm I'm gonna say it and even I don't like fully believe it, but you know the three, um, the three legendary like dogs from Gen Two, R- Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. Yep. Yeah, everyone loves those. Yeah, yeah, but I I feel like they're very quietly loved. You know, like yeah. like they just kind of slide in under the radar. Everyone knows. Like the, the, re- the issue, the issue is if it slightly looks like a dog, you know the fairies are all over it, so it's not underrated anymore. I, so. <laughs> I make my decisions irrespective of of furries, so I'll, I'll just I'm just gonna you know sit here in my little blissful bubble. Of <laughs> it's a good way to live. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, but that's and Ente, Ente is very like Ente is my favorite of those three. Oh I yeah, love Ente a lot. Oh, yeah. Really? I, like, I I I really yeah. like Suicune. I was gonna say I like Suicune. Suicune. Everyone, everyone likes Suicune because he's pretty, but like mm, yeah. Entei and Raikou are very, very, very good. Did you ever play Ranger? You'll ever play Ranger? No. The the three dogs in that like they're, they're in those games mm. and you, you catch them all and it's it's so good. Like they're so good in that game. Yeah, I, I like all of them. I I remember playing with them the most during uh, Pokemon Coliseum. Um, yeah. Yes. Because they they were legit. That that game. Have they been in? Were they in any? Main main lines. They were Gen two, yeah. so yeah. gold, they silver, crystal. Okay. Uh, I, I never played the. I didn't. I never played Gen two. Yeah, me either. I, I I will say I think my my personal most underrated legendaries are the Reggies. No, Reggies suck. Oh, but Reggie Steel is very cool. He's oh, like the the noises they make are terrifying. They're like, yeah, Carrie, you'll agree with me with this. They, they remind me of the scout robot at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Remember? All like bumpy and like. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the Animal Crossing segment yet, Jeremy? 
<laughs> I don't know. I've never had that much of an affinity for the for the Reggies, uh, mostly because I could never catch them because they were impossible to catch. Like you needed like all of the Pokemon, and you you needed like all of the games, and like right. it it was they were very hard to catch. Um, What's your favorite legendary bird? All of you. Uh, Articuno. I think I'm a Moltres guy. Jim? I think I'm Zapdos. Ooh. To be honest. We're all three. Yeah. Cute. Very cute. We don't have to fight over it. Um, you want to know my underrated favorite? Yes, I do. Um, sorry, it was going to be Scyther, but I had seen it. Scyther you could, you could say it. It could be one, but you could, you could say another if you like. I'll say another one, because I think they're cool. Um, Nidoran. Oh. Nidoran and all, all its generations. I love Nidoran. It's very good. Interesting. You don't like Nidoran? Only because I hate fighting against them in Mystery Dungeon because they always poison me. <laughs> Every fucking time. I don't like I don't like Nidorino, but Nidoran and Nidorina and Nida Queen, they're very good. Otherwise, I really like Bidoof. Oh, Bidoof? Bidoof is very good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Back in the Pokemon X and Y days, um, I started a subreddit, which is the Wonder Trade subreddit, which became very popular overnight, which shocked me because I made it as a joke where I was just posting pictures of Bidoof. Um, uh, before I handed it off to people who actually wanted to run it as like a community, um, and not a I joke. Made it, yeah, and not a joke between me and like my five friends. Uh, which is probably still active actually. Um, I made every image on that subreddit a picture of Bidoof because that was all you were fucking getting on Wonder Trade because people were just catching it, setting them off to Wonder Trade, hoping they get a legendary instead. <laughs> How have I never heard this story before? I don't know. I forgot about it. Oh, that's funny. Wonder I think I, I think Pokemon is so so special. I think because there's so many of them that I don't think anyone has. You know, pe- people can like love so many different Pokemon, and like it's never gonna be the same. I guess, or yeah. like you know, there's always gonna be one Pokemon that like you hate, but and you know another person out there absolutely adores. Yeah, like it's just wholesome. Pokemon's very good. My my um. final answer for underrated that isn't a legendary um is shinx shinx is not underrated carry sure shinx is i count underrated underrated. as by i know that i like them but i forget their name (laughs) i promise you you, scummer is fine metal bird (laughs) sharp wings i don't like flying type wow Mm. Except for Charizard. Charizard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Noctowl? No. <gasps> Hoot Hoot? No. Uh, uh, Wonder Trade has 13,000 members. 13,000? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pokemon's good. Yeah. Who knew? Um, You'll want the question for next Fortnite. I'd love it. Sure. Um, Who is your favourite NPC? Yeah. Oh. Hadva. <laughs> what? <laughs> the first dude you meet in Skyrim. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, oh, that's going to be a tough one. Mm. Oh. Okay. All right, everyone think on that. That's going to be hard. I'm actually going to need yeah. to like think about that during the next couple of weeks. I'm going to set myself like reminders. Wow. Mm. So, I just want to quickly ask a question about that question. 
Uh-huh. Does NPC mean that you never ever get to play them, or for the most part they're not playable? Um, you never ever get to play them. Fuck, I can't do Riku. Because you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can't, can't do my boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Uh, Woody from Toy Story. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I should say. Maybe I should say. Um, rather than NPC favorite like person that's just in a town that you talk to yes or, like, like, not, not, not so a... i don't mean like a character in the game so like you can't say i don't know like, like... gareth from uh yeah yeah from Mass yeah hmm. so i mean yeah like a shopkeeper or a um someone that sells you something or someone that helps you along the story but isn't in the entire game something like that yeah mm. got it mm. cloud okay. strife <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, it's time. It's time for the for the business end of this podcast. Is everyone ready? Yes. Mike Jeremy's too busy Sorry. laughing at his own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yay. Yay. So, Kerry, you had not played Animal Crossing before at all. And now it's and all your Twitter time. And you've already got 50, 50 hours in Animal Crossing. 50 hours, that's right. I was. How are, how are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot, a lot. Um, especially at this time. I think that's a big part of why I'm enjoying it as much. Because, like, Animal Crossing it is... It really came out at the the perfect, perfect, Literally perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Unprecedented, like this is beyond lightning in a bottle. Like, it's it's a it's an unbelievable. It, it is the perfect time. It's outrageous. Um, <laughs> it's the Pokemon Go perfect level time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I go to my cafe job and someone's like, "Oh, what's this camping game I'm hearing about, Kerry?" I'm like, oh, "Animal Crossing. We don't have it." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you no meant- one has it. <laughs> Wait, as in at your cafe job? <laughs> no, I. No, someone asked me about it. Like some someone I work with at this cafe was like, "What's oh, this game, okay. Kerry? You know games?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's Animal Crossing. No one has it." <laughs> um, so, uh, it's been awesome to like sink my time into when you know it's been pretty intense out there at the moment. Um, I think I'm enjoying not. Having visited a lot of different people's islands who have played Animal Crossing before and, like, know what they're doing, quote-unquote. Like, there's a lot of towns I'm going to where they've already, like, laid out their... Like, I went to... You, you two will appreciate this. I gate-crashed uh, Fong's island the other day. Because <laughs> he just had his gates open. And I was like, yeah. I don't know whose island this is. I'm just going to go. And it turned out to be Fong. Hmm. And he had this awesome this awesome field of, of flowers at, at, the, at the front... And then all of his shops were, like, laid out on a main road off from the side of the plaza. And all of the residents were in, like, a grid. Like, in this tiny cluster on the left side of the island, just in a, in a grid. All of the houses were in this, like, neat yeah, little... Yeah, that's what I want to do, I think. Yeah. And, like, whereas I... He must have been time-travelling, though, to do that so fast. Maybe. He was... I'm not sure... Sh- because I've only just... I've been playing every day. I've only just unlocked, like being able to build new bridges and stuff. Yeah, I, I only got that passes. yesterday. So, I unlocked that a few so days ago, so I wouldn't be surprised if he'd been playing, like, hardcore if he had it. But you can't. You can't unlock it. It's daily, so, like, you can't... 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I got like it yesterday. Yeah, but you but you have to wait a day before you can do anything else. It's like one thing a day. Yeah, no, but I think he was placing his his villagers tents all in a grid in the first place. Oh, oh okay. yeah, right. I, I think yeah. he just he just knew he wanted to do that. Hmm. Um, okay. He didn't he didn't have like super mega robots or he hadn't terraformed anything, but he he just knew how he wanted everything to be laid out. He just did it from the start. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So seeing how people who have played it before like do it perfectly and do it the way they know they want to do. Whereas I get there, I'm like, oh, this is a deserted island. This is really nice. Like, this is my, my first day on the island, right? It was really gorgeous, and everything's really unkempt, and I land with a with a peacock and a, and a mouse named Moose, and, and, I, and it's a deserted island, and there's a tent, and, like, everything's so nice and, like, rustic and, and deserted islandy, and I put my tent down, and there's a stream near my tent, and, like, everything's so natural and wonderful and stuff like that and so I'm, I'm i'm kind of working hard to preserve that sort of feeling and it's getting more difficult because there's like 18 buildings on my island now not like two tents and, a, and, a, and another tent um but i'm enjoying having that low-key um dirt path sort of like caravan park feel almost you know um it's 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 really good and i think they've done a great job at you know, keeping you hooked in, and I loved the progression, and I enjoy giving gifts to residents and visiting other people's islands and watering my flowers every day, and and it's really good. I, I, I've got so much more to say, but I want to hear what you two think about it as well. I hate your rat's um... eyebrows. I don't want to hear any <laughs> more bad words about Moose the Mouse, okay? He has been nothing but supportive of me, and even although he calls me shorty, it's cute, and he's been my friend. So I don't want to hear anything else about M- Moose the Mouse unless it's positive, okay, Jeremy? I want the rat to leave. You to came to my island yesterday, ocean. and you said, go die, fucking rat. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, yes, I want did. to... Th- I didn't say fucking, I don't think. You said FKN. Oh, yeah, I did too. Um, I want... <laughs> to put the rat in the ocean where the sharks are. <laughs> uh, and I, then I gave the rat a jester hat because he's a fucking clown. I want to know what everyone's favourite villages are in general. In general. So I don't have like a wealth of knowledge of villages. Um, oh, actually, I've got a bit of like a, not a love affair, but I'm, I'm quite besotted with um, our friend Byron's villager, Eric. I, I have Eric in my town, the deer. Eric, yes, Eric is yeah. so good. Like, Eric talks He's like so no good. one else in that game, and it's really he, funny. He loves food. He's so good. <laughs> I went and spoke to him the other day on Byron's Island, and I walked in there, and he said, this log stool fits my butt perfectly. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Um, I really like uh, all the wolf villages, so I really like Sky, and I really like Chief. And Shocking. Kyle. <laughs> um but i also have like such a an astounding love for Pe- petro the clown sheep oh i do know that one yeah <laughs> um i don't know why what what it is specifically about him i think he was he, i had him in my town in new leaf for a long time and i hated him at the start but he grew on me so 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 quickly <laughs> um so i hope i have him yeah i uh so i i've got i've got the two that I started with was 
Moose the Mouse, which is just hilarious. Like, <laughs> that's that's why I like Moose, because he's called Moose and he's a mouse. Moose the Mouse. I've got Phoebe the Flamingo, who's like yellow and... No, not Flamingo. Phoebe the Peacock, I think. Um, the Bird Villagers suck, to be honest. Bird Villagers? I've got three. Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> Awful. So I've got Cranston, who's really awesome, who's just like enigmatic and like just quietly the best and i've got celia who's really like earnest like a like a green and purple white eagle yeah she's really nice and then i've got pango who i'm not sure about who's a anteater a purple and green loud the anteater sucks as well the thing with pango is that like there's a there's an animal called a pangolin which is like a lizard anteater, which like obviously they don't have. They don't have so many types of animals in the game. But I think this one's meant to be this like lizard anteater, and it's actually been linked with COVID spread in the last few weeks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and she's the loudest. Like, oh my god, isn't that the la best? And like, this is <laughs> this is Trey awesome. Like my your your friend's thing, and is like, oh, I'm <laughs> when she's fishing, she's like, I love fishing. Fish, I'm gonna be famous one day. Come and get a photo with me. It's like, I don't know about you. And I walk into a house and the most like intense music is playing. It's got like an elephant cry in it at the end. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go now. It's like. What, uh, what did you name your towns? Matanui. (laughs) It's a bionicle reference. That's pretty good actually. It's, it's, I really wanted to do Timber Hearth from, um, uh, Outer Wilds, but it didn't fit. So I made my. My town tune is the um, beginning of the Outer Wilds theme. Oh, it's very nice. Cute. The the bon ding dong ding dong ding. No, like the It's the musician's song. Oh, good one. Good one. Yep. Nice one. Uh, Carrie, what's your town called? Mine's called Astral. Um, That's cute. I was going to name it Uland. <laughs> So I'm so glad you I still think it's a good <laughs> joke. I think we talked about that. But when I landed there and it was so nice and I was like, oh, I was just feeling, I'd had a really busy day at work and I came home and I was feeling grumpy and Sam had come home with another cat and like, and that ended up being fine, but it was surprising. I didn't know how I felt about it. And I was just like, Argh. I started playing and I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And so I wanted to name it something more like heartfelt. So and so I, I low key <laughs> named it after my dog. You would have gotten so, so sick of Uland. Uland <laughs> Island. Uland Island. Especially after, like, you're falling in love with the game. Yeah, yeah I it's know. Like, Why did I do this? It, well, it happened. They give you that, like, out, that, like, 20 to 30 minutes before you, like, properly name the island. Yeah. Yeah, they give you, like, a feel for it first, which is good. Yeah. Um, June, what'd you call your island? I called it Rose Creek in the end because I was tossing up. I think I talked about this last time. I was tossing up between Valentine and Rose Creek. Mm. But- I was wasn't sure if Rose Creek they would have to it would it wouldn't work because like Rose Creek Island doesn't really make sense but yeah. they never really say island no, no they're, they're just don't. like welcome to Astral it's just yeah. yeah yeah um so Rose Creek worked well that's great uh, I've got yes. a villager which is a pink monkey named Nana um <laughs> and she's very cute and uh, she says the word popo all the time um that's cute because she's actually a reference to the ice climbers which are named uh nana and popo um nana being the pink oh, ice climber and popo being the blue one mm. nintendo 
That's good. She, she's a good villager. There's also, I was looking through the list and there's a villager here I want. I don't know if it's in New Horizon. Um, it's a they're all in New Horizon. Oh, they're all awesome. It's a so. bird no. which wears an aviator hat named Boomer. Boomer! That's pretty good. Oh, what, have you seen Have you seen uh, Eugene the koala yet? I, I want Eugene no. very badly. No, I've, I've yeah. seen Melba. Because they're all um, named after Australian Melba cities. The, yeah, yeah. Hang on, I'll post a picture in the... Um... What's everyone's passport title? Oh, shoot. Rumor mongering enthusiast. Uh... I think I'm certified grandpa. <laughs> My switch is in my other room. Hang on, I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta find out. <laughs> How nice is the music? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm um, surprised I'm not sick of the main island theme yet. I am a bit disappointed. There was a couple of songs from New Leaf that I loved so much that I would try and log in at that time to listen to. Yeah, it's and all I different. Haven't, I haven't got that same. F- from the New Leaf music through the New Horizon music yet to be honest like it's still lovely but like the the 7pm music in in New Leaf and the 4am or the 2am I think it was music in New Leaf that that was like like so beautiful I I will just like try and time my play sessions around it but um, I I haven't done that at all with New Horizons because it's it's still lovely but it's not the same yeah to be is that because New Leaf is a cozier game than this one because you're like surrounded by walls Maybe. as opposed to this one it's yeah. like a lot more open like like it changes the field dramatically I didn't realize how much it I was does. going to considering that you have an ocean around you as opposed to walls in like a little country town totally it does I think and I think because um I, I don't know I don't know it's it has a dif- different feel being an island as opposed to a town with a train like yeah I don't dislike it, but it, you're right. I think it is different. So I had a really fun on the on the first day, um, or like the next day, the Saturday I think. Um, I had a couple of people from work visit my island. Um, we were swapping fruit. Um, I've got cherries, um, and uh, it was just two people ended up coming, so we were swapping fruit, and we we're walking around, we we're hanging out, and we were like trying to like catch each other with nets we're just hitting each other in the head with the nets and you know like just this early stuff and like running around in circles because we didn't have like reactions yet we didn't have any like emotions mm. so we were just like occasionally text chatting and then um yeah like running around in circles um anyway it got to the end i was like about to kick him out because i had to leave and then um uh one of our one of our friends said uh kerry you've got jackson's orange and i was like oh and so we're like all like grouped up again i dropped an orange and then jackson dropped an orange and I was like, oh. And then we like slowly circled each other, picked up each other's oranges and ran in opposite directions. <laughs> it was just like, it was so funny. And we didn't chat about it at all. We didn't coordinate. We just did it. <laughs> Ooh, Bunny Day is happening soon. The museum. Yes. In oh. this game. Oh my I am. I was so astounded by what right? they did with the aquarium. Like I almost cried. Right. It's like when it when it first opened the shark tank. Mm-hmm. Like I, like, the, like I remember being blown away by the the New Leaf uh, Museum. Like right. I loved that museum yeah. so much. And for some somehow they've gone and like done it ten times better. And I don't I don't understand how. It's it's so 
It's so visually well striking. Well taken care of. It's so beautiful. It, it really is. Like, I want to go and sit there and look at the fish swimming around all day. It's right? special. In, a, in, in you know, a game on, like, a screen. Mm. Like, I would probably enjoy looking at the fish in Animal Crossing more than I would enjoy going to an actual aquarium and looking at real fish. I think I would too, yeah. This it, is a call to arms to all virtual reality developers out there. <laughs> Make this for me. I will give you money. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 truly special. Um, I've just found my my passport. Um, I am I am well known lawn clippings. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. That's pretty good. I like changing it because you earn so many different ones with the Nook Miles, like so frequently. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, which is great. Uh, but it's oh my god, Eugene rules. <laughs> Eugene's very good. Um, do you all have any amiibo cards? No. From when they came out with amiibo cards uh, two, three years ago, when Happy Home Designer came out. No, I've, I've I've got the figures. I don't have the actual cards. Yeah, I used to collect them a little bit, um, but not nearly enough. And I'm hoping that they bring them out again. Yeah. Um, that they'll do it. Hopefully, they'll do it for New Horizons. Um, but I have a couple which I'm grateful for, but. Yeah, I've got there. Like people starting to go crazy for them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I hope they bring out New Horizons Isabel Amiibo because she looks so cute in that jacket. She's so yeah. cute. What have you um, all thought about the progression so far? I I think it's good. I think I think it's a little bit slower than New Leaf was. Yeah. Um, because I still don't have Able Sisters at all. Yeah, um, you'll probably get that soon. My Able Sisters opened yesterday. Yep, same. Okay, I haven't turned I haven't turned mine on today, but um, see that's interesting because I've been playing it every day, mm. and you guys have Able Sisters and I don't. I think Able Sisters, it's like depends to, on how many times to... Able is in the town. She's she's yep. been in my town twice, and I've bought stuff. Yeah, so it's twice. the third time you talk to her. She's like, "Hey, we've been thinking about opening a shop." Yeah. Okay. But see why if like why has she come to your town three times in the same amount of time as we've been playing that she hasn't like what is what are the did you have three villages move in in three consecutive days in a row? Um, like like did you wait to put the the furniture down on the house or did you do them all in, immediately? Because I did them I all did Im- it immediately. Right, I, I did them all immediately too. Man, right, I'm not sure. I don't know. See, it's, it's strange, right? Yeah. Um, I don't I don't mind that much because I can just go to my housemate's town and stuff yeah. but um it's interesting i think yeah totally i mean I, i've had sahara I, three times as well this is my second time for sahara yeah. yesterday i only had sahara once and i i just opening my town then this is the first time i've had flick flicks hanging out in the distance yeah i haven't had, I had flick, flick yet. for the first time two days ago yeah. um i yeah half? i really really i really like how different it is um in terms of progression to new leaf and I don't know. They've done a really good job of like, even though the games are very similar of making it uh, different, I suppose. And like everyone's game is different somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very, it's very special. I, I agree. And and something I, I went back and looked at um, uh, a new leaf uh, playthrough um, yesterday, just watching the start of the game. And like, when you start, there's already like five villages in the town and they all have houses yeah. and, yeah. and, you're already the mayor and you can already like start building things and like there's there's a lot that's like already there for you so you you have to build all of that yeah in this game which i think is 
really quite special because it lets you put things where you want, how you want. It lets it, you get them at your own pace. Um, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure how I feel about you being able to choose where everything goes. Like in New Leaf, you could only choose where the main buildings, like the museum and mm. stuff, went, and every villager's house was randomized. Yeah. And I kind of, um, I, I, I'm almost tempted to say that New Horizons has too much customization options. Yeah. Um, too many customization options, I think. Um, but. I don't know. I, 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 it appeals to people that, you know, out there making fucking cities yeah. out of paths and, and, and everything. Exactly. But um, how, how do you all feel about... This is what something that's been bothering me a lot. It's like uh, the fact that tools break. <laughs> yeah, I, I, tools breaking. I sort of feel like I finally understand how people felt when they got frustrated at um, weapons breaking in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time it breaks, I'm like, ugh! <laughs> I, I I just really don't understand what the um, design concept of that was like because it doesn't add anything to anything. No, it's like, it's, there's, it's there's just no an inconvenience for it to. It is an inconvenience, and it just makes me frustrated. And I mean, I know that eventually you can get gold tools, which means you you can't it won't, they won't break anymore. But I don't understand like because they never did this in the old games, so no. I don't really know why. Well, it's done because it. they haven't had DIY. They didn't have crafting in the old games. Yeah, but like. It still it still doesn't like you could still make a shovel at the start and then not have it break. There's yeah. no reason for it to break. Yeah. Like, yeah. like how how often do shovels break in real life? Yeah. I mentioned it to Sam. Like why does your watering can break? That, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that right? doesn't make sense. I mentioned it to Sam as like, oh this is so annoying and Sam was like, yeah, I guess it keeps it from cuz Sam's been playing some of this as well, um which has been great. Um but Sam's been like, I guess it keeps it from being like you have just invincible game playing tools on this deserted island like it, it helps to kind of keep the 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 the, the illusion of island. the real yeah. worldness of it a little bit more i guess that's I, true i think i wish they broke less often yes um mm. because like uh, so i upgraded my um my pockets to, so i have four rows now which has yep. been mm. godsend and going to a like one of the mystery island. islands yeah, yeah um uh, all I do there is fish, basically, because I've got all the fruit, and unless I see a bug I haven't got, I'm just fishing all the time, because I think that's probably the most effective way, maybe. I don't know if you get bells. Um, uh, and I always have to carry two fishing rods, um, because because I'm like to fill up all my pockets, uh, my fishing rod will, will always break. Um, and that's like kind of annoying. I wish that I had more time to do so i wouldn't be doing it all the time um yeah. i know it's it, it's really it's an odd system to have in this game because it's it just i mean it, I mean, it yeah, is it is but at the same time it's never been something that's only once yesterday but like has it been something that's distracted for me distracted me from what i was doing for more than like two minutes yesterday i was using a shovel right and then my shovel broke mm. And it was like, well, shit. And it's always after I dig a hole. And so then yeah. there's a hole in my town. So like, fuck. Yeah. And so... Well, you can kick holes closed. I've tried to do that. It doesn't work. I, I'll figure that out at some point. But, you know, it helps me to figure out what I was doing when I finally get my shovel back. So I'll be like, oh, I was closing this, which means I was over here. I was doing that. Um, so you need like five hardwood to build a shovel. Um, and so my 
so I got my axe out and I hit I hit I hit one tree two times and my axe broke and I'm like shit it's it's it doesn't it's annoying and like I I think Animal Crossing is never you're never supposed to feel frustrated at Animal Crossing and that makes me feel frustrated yeah Mm. yeah I see I see it both sides I am frustrated by it I see what Sam meant I think it's a good point but yeah no I it's hard to say that's that's my only that's my only gripe with the game though. that's pretty good yeah like, yeah. i mean my my other gripe is fucking sea bass <laughs> yeah you're so annoyed at sea basses i don't God. i don't so they, many. they are fucking annoying they're <laughs> huge and they suck and i'm like oh maybe i'll get a cool fish i haven't caught yet fucking sea bass c plus <laughs> fuck off i still don't get that that pun although i love <sighs> i i a lot more than i would have expected to i i enjoy all of the flavor text when you catch things it's like I, I think they were better in New Leaf, to be honest. I don't like the sucker fish one. Oh, I get it. Sucker. What is that one? Yeah, because I thought it was a shark. <laughs> no fucking. But it bells. said you're a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> that that fits. Yeah, it's the, fits, the sea but bass I hate one. It. The sea bass one in New Leaf was like sea bass, not you again. It's <laughs> very good. That's funny. I the think, best um, text in the entire game is. We'll be making a water landing, but that's okay because we're a seaplane. It's just so good it every, every so time. time. I love that flyover of the island every time. I think that that's one of my favorite things every time, especially when it's someone's island who I know. Um, every time I, I think fly over, they've done such a a good yeah a good job with with the transport. Like I really liked the train in, in New Leaf, but I think they've they've made this so charming with yeah. the dodos and um yes, the, Orville and Wilbur. When you're going so, or when you're waiting for someone, and you can see like the departure board yeah. and stuff, like that's that's so cute. Yeah, it's so sweet. That is yep. probably one of my gripes. I had so I had a pizza party on my island. <laughs> it got to one of those days where I said to Tom Nook, I was like, "Hey, what do you want me to do?" He was like, "Um, I don't know, whatever you want." And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" Because <laughs> <laughs> up until that point, it was like build a house. Help me find a room for this tent. Get 30 iron. Do this. Do that. And then they were like, do what you want. I'm like, uh, what do I do? So, you know, I really felt that, like, freedom for the first time. And, like, so um, I think Byron sent me a pizza oven. And I was like, mm. okay, well, I've just unlocked fences. I'm going to make, like, a courtyard, like a pizza, a pizza courtyard. And so I got my fences and I got my pizza oven and I made a bonfire and I made, like, the idea of it was, like, like your backyard where you just, like, throw together whatever seats you can. So I made, like, three log stools and two stone stools. I made an iron table and two iron chairs. And I'd also picked up a desk chair from somewhere as well. And so I, I've just got a desk chair, a couple of logs, a, like a stone stool. I got the table next to the um the pizza oven. So, like, you know, obviously you can't pull a pizza out and eat it, but, you know, just keep putting up the image oh, of, no. like, if you could you could put the pizza up on the table oh did carrie drop out maybe oh really let's just hope he's still telling his story so then i can just edit it in <laughs> <laughs> he just won't get any reaction yeah or we can react it's like oh haha that was that's a really good funny. joke carrie. that's a good extremely good story you always you make cracking jokes <laughs> That sounds so lovely. I wish I could come over to your island for a pizza party one day. <laughs> this is going to be really fun to edit together. Yeah, we'll just clap. Yeah, but what about Carrie's story halfway through? Uh, he was talking about um, Animal Crossing. Uh, he, was just, he was talking about 
pizza party. It's pizza party. That's it. Oh, I'm back. Hey. Hello. I'm sorry, Welcome everybody. Yep. Please tell me you finished telling your story. I finished my sentences I was telling, but I didn't tell it all on my own. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for the interruption. I was... My internet sucks. <laughs> so, um... I had all, I had this I had this thing up and I sort of laid out this courtyard area with these fences and you could come in like north south east west and like bonfire in the middle and pizza oven in the corner and there's a table and so I invited like all my friends over from work and on Discord I just said everyone come over I'm having a pizza party <laughs> and so everyone did and we just hung out and sat on chairs and some people went off to do fishing and some people came in and whatever and then I had an idea and so I went and made a bunch of ocarinas <laughs> and. And told everyone to gather up. And so there were five people on the island at the time. And we were all sitting on these chairs. And three of the stools, like, you could sit on the stools beside each other. But you know how you can, like, rotate on them and face different ways? So we had a couple of people, like, sitting on the on the stools just playing ocarina. We were all, like, you know, spamming the ocarina. goes, Just playing the ocarina. And then we had all of the... And we just ended up happening that we had all the people like line up on the stools. And so we had three people on these stools sat there sitting forward and then just blowing on the ocarina. And so, <laughs> so we had three people in the line and then these other two people just like walked behind us and also started blowing. So we had this like ocarina train while we're having this pizza party with a bonfire at night. It was so good. It was so fun. And we That's couldn't cool. have scripted it. Like, yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. I, uh, I highly recommend looking at my Twitter for screenshots and photos and videos because they're all very good and I like all of them and it's great. They have been very good. Um, I thought that I've been holding on to for the past 15 minutes, which I don't want to forget, which is less important now than it used to be. Um, Orville and Wilbur, um, those are the names of the two Wright brothers. Ah, that's cool. Ah. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. It's like how Gulliver, when he washes up on shore, it's, you know, it's like yeah. Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's Travels. They um, they really put a lot of thought into Animal Crossing. Yeah, Tom Nook, Tanuki. Mm. Yeah, Tom Nooki, Tommy mm. Nooki. Mm. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Don't say that again. <laughs> Tim. Tim. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, are, is, are, are any of you going to eject your villagers? No, you better eject that rat, Karen. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Should see his eyebrows, June. Once I don't want to. he looks like a looks like a DreamWorks character with one up and one down. Yeah, he's a little oh. bit permanently cockeyed. It is a bit weird, but at the same time, What's he's he's a moose called Mouse. I mean, he's a mouse called Moose. So. He's a pervert. He's not. He's an exercise Just, enthusiast. Should see his face. He's not a pervert. He's a peeping tom. All the jock villagers suck, in my opinion. Cranston's great, except his like catchphrase is sweatband. Yeah. So he'll just finish sentences by saying sweatband. I'm like, I that's a bit gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have, I have a chicken um, named Goose who's a who's a jock, but he's kind of like quirky and just like does like aerobics in the like the town's like center every now and again. And sounds a lot like sounds like a, a mouse named Moose who does aerobics oh in the town square. God, Kerry, who is this man? <laughs> right? Did you I, Google it? <laughs> I just googled it. What is this? This hair? I hate. Right. You have to eject no. him. No. He's out. a moose called. He's I mean, he's a mouse out. called moose. No. June, no. look at him. What a pervert. I don't want to. I can't. He's I can't. been nothing but kind to me. He hasn't. It's not like no. Pango, where I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk to you. Like he's energetic and he's nice, and I'm not going to judge was this he, book was, by its cover. So. 
Was he one of your first? Yeah, he was, uh, him and him and. Phoebe. Why didn't you reset? Pardon? You should just reset it. As soon as you saw him, you should have just reset it. So callous. That's not in the spirit of the game, everyone. Um, my jock villager is Kid Cat, which is like one of the best cat villagers anyway. I think I uh, did well with that. I haven't seen any cats yet. I don't yet. know if you've seen Kid Cat. Hang on. Oh, the cats are good. The cats are weird in this game. They're all yeah. they're, their ears are so pointy and Yeah. They always look they always look pissed. Yeah. They're always just like not really happy. I want a dog villager. Kid Cat's happy. Yeah, but they're like sly happy. They're like, haha, you fell over. <laughs> no, Kid Cat's lovely. So, um, oh, that's a happy one. What does. Do people have different um, plans for their towns like in the next coming weeks or are we just playing it by year? What are, what are we all at? Look at that cat. Um. I want to start building inclines and then I want to move my museum to the highest point. Oh. I think. Um, and I want to build an onsen area and I want to... Uh, I'm breeding flowers at the moment and I want a field of um, pink cosmos. Oh. That's my plan. Nice. For this time. I've got, uh, I've got pink mums at the moment, but not cosmos. Mm, I have a couple of pink mums. I don't really like the mums. No, they're very big, aren't they? They're very fluffy. Yeah. Cosmos are my favourite. Um, so. I don't really know what I'm going to do with my town. I think I want to... I want to put the museum sort of in like a... like like. So I'm actually... I'm not actually doing anything to my town at the moment. I'm sort of just like farming flowers for different colours just so I can have options of what I want to do later on when I get terraforming. Um, but I think what I want to do is I want to have my museum in like an outcropping, like so like sort of like inside a mountain. Mm. So it looks like you're going Whoa, into the mountain really for the cool. museum. Because the museum's huge and I feel like I don't always get that by looking at the building. And so I want to sort of make it look like it's hidden. Oh, I like that. Um, but aside from that, I've, I'm growing a lot of bamboo because I want to have like a bamboo fence of some kind. Mm. Um, bamboo, like once you start growing bamboo, you you cannot stop growing bamboo. Yeah. Like it, it spreads so fast. I've, I've yeah. planted a shoot of bamboo and it hasn't sprung up. Really? Uh, I think yeah, I planted I it too close to water putting, now that I've said it. I haven't put even like I have bamboo that I haven't planted yet because I am a little bit terrified of it because it grows. It just spreads. So yeah. fast. You could kill it. You um, could chop it down. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I don't have many plans. I've I've started organizing my my shops to be close to the plaza. Um and I'm going to move my museum close to the plaza too. Um I just can I I want that stuff centralized and then I'm going to I'm going to spread out the villages and stuff like that. I don't I don't need everything to be like suburban. Um Yeah, I don't I don't think I want everything lined up. Yeah. In like a a grid or anything like that. I think it kind of takes away from the island. I agree. I agree yeah. entirely. I want it to be like a island in like like a Pokemon Emerald or something where like things are sort of they're together enough but they're not all on the same line. Like there's parts that are at different levels for all my shops and stuff. I think that's a really, really good measure. Like that's a really good like uh, target, I think. That's sensible. Mm. Cool. Well, do we have any other burning anecdotes to, to tell? I still haven't found a tarantula. No, I think that's a that's a that's a spring 
thing. We've got scorpions no, but instead. Like, I, I haven't even found the tarantula island. That I, I so I heard someone found that like in our work chat, Jeremy, who found it, but it was a scorpion island. We don't have tarantulas at the moment. Um, I got the money island for the first time. Oh, last I don't have. Ooh, I haven't island. got that yet. I need to do more island stuff. I haven't done much uh, in the last few days. I try and do two a day, just two. Um. Yeah, same. I stopped going once. Um, I like. I, I stopped. I I stopped getting any unique things from them. It was like I was just going there, and I was just getting more iron, which is good. Um, but like, I I wasn't getting any new fish or of bugs or flowers or anything or fruit i've never gotten any other fruit i've always gotten cherries if i um if there's nothing new on it i just use it as an excuse to grind for bells yeah which i would be doing it at home anyway so yeah yeah like i it's like i've got like five stacks of iron in my inventory at this point i'm like at at my home so i don't even like break the rocks anymore at the islands i just fish the entire time and run around for bugs yeah try to fill up that museum yo yeah yeah, it's exciting. We've been talking about um, uh, Ollie, our friend, and uh, like and Sam as well. But like Ollie's been playing with um, his partner, um, but they're both into Animal Crossing. Whereas um, compared to Sam and I, who like Sam's just kind of like playing when available and when they want to, which is like once every few days. It's just kind of like I'll do whatever. Um, whereas like Jane and Ollie are both quite invested in the actual town and stuff like that. And if they could, I think Jane would have her own island. But because you have um, one island per switch, they don't have it mm. any other way so that you... that Like, that sucks. It, 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 Not good. It does. And, like, uh, the way Ollie was talking about it as well, he was saying, um, the more I think about it, the more I can only really see this as insidious. Because he was saying, like, a lot of people... Uh, the person who's the residential representative or whatever, basically player one whoever sets up the town is the one who um, is the only one who can like put in upgrade materials for the nook shop. And yeah, like you, you couldn't um, like the other characters, if you make more characters on the switch, they can't do that. Everyone can donate to Lloyd for the bridges and stuff. Um, But I like for the, for some of the main town things um, you can't all do it together. You have to let the representative do it. Um, and it's kind of a it's it's a secondary experience for the other player um it's like giving like it's like giving your little brother the crappy controller on yeah. the PlayStation 2 <laughs> yeah and that's that's just really frustrating i wish they'd have different islands if you wanted like the option you know mm. it'd be cool if cuz cuz sam missed all of the tutorialization that i got um didn't have to have the the slowness of Oh, you land, you have a couple of villages, you have a bonfire with the nooks. What am I going to name my island? Like, Sam was just on my island, could buy ladders from the shop and vaulting poles, and I had a house already, and, like, it's all a bit weird. I think that's that's one of the biggest downsides of this is is that that feature, and it's a purposeful one. I'm just not sure what if it was a limitation of the system or, like, if it takes, like, gigabytes per island or something, right, and they didn't want it to, to like chunk people's switches but like that's me being extremely generous with theories you know like I, who knows yeah i think uh, surely it was just a money grabbing situation maybe because they knew how popular this game would be and they knew people would buy a whole new switch just to play it yeah so... yeah it's not great 
I mean, it's the same thing with like Pokemon as well. It's like they sell two versions of the game so you can have the full experience. Yeah, but that two two versions of the game is different to you will only have the full right. version of this game with another whole console. Like, yeah, I, I do know what you mean, but it's like it's it's on brand for what Nintendo sort of do with a lot of their most popular games outside yeah. of Mario and Zelda, I guess. And it's only really Pokemon they do that with, <laughs> and they did it once with yeah. the Zelda Oracle games. Oh, yeah, they did do that, didn't they? But that was Capcom. I don't know. That's a whole other weird thing. Right. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's here. I've got a. I've got to sort of relax on it a little bit. So I, I worked kind of, I worked a couple of shifts the last couple of days and I came home and I haven't done much to my island. And then I visited someone else's yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm behind. There's fences everywhere and Main Street and what am I going to do? I'm, I'm falling behind. What am I going to do? And I, I like got, I got stressed about it. <laughs> and it's just like, I got I to gotta chill out. I just got to enjoy the fish mm. and the breeze. You know, I'll get what? some some glasses with mustache from wisp every now and then like you know just gonna... what did i say in in the, the animal crossing chat uh this is an own pace game no behind only feel good only feel good yeah <laughs> put that on the box yeah, yeah. totally i i i've if i've also started writing more thoughts about animal crossing which should be up on minimap.com.au as of time of this podcast being published and i've said it i have to do it um <laughs> so yeah you want to read my thoughts about why 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 i really really love this game right now you should go read that i would like to do that I would like and i'm to excited to check in and see where we're all at in two weeks do you uh yeah do you three want to finish the podcast and then hang out in each other's towns for a bit i'm gonna oh. go get final fantasy no oh, that's a no then. and okay. bread and bread maybe maybe i'll also go pick up oh, fine then i'll just have a pizza party on my own we can do it this afternoon. Okay. Let's do that. Well, everyone, yeah. thank you for listening. I encourage you all to have your own pizza parties. It's very good. Bring your own ocarinas, because not everyone has 30 clay, but, you know. You, maybe if you ask nicely, someone can make you an ocarina. <laughs> <laughs> every, time I, every time I have people coming over, I'm like, bring your ocarinas, and someone's already on the plane, and they're like, ah, shit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and I always forget. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. This, is, uh, this has been a fun one. I um yeah. I'm excited to talk about Final Fantasy next week or next two weeks. Um uh and you know, people are saying how much time everyone has at the moment. Jeremy and I are kind of on the same amount of time that we've always had, so we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, no, like you've got the podcast, we've got the articles coming out. I'm hoping to write something about Mario Galaxy um in the next couple of weeks, so we'll see how that all goes. Um if you want to see all of my screenshots on Twitter <laughs> for Animal Crossing, you can go to KJ Palmer underscore 24. If you want to see Jeremy's Twitter, you can go to... At everyone, Jez. You can go to June's Twitter at... If you want to see announcements from the Minimap Twitter, you can go to at MinimapAU. You can also find all of our content on minimap, minimap.com.au as well as um, our Patreon if you want to support us there. Um... Look after yourselves, everyone. Stay home if you can. Uh, only go out for the essentials, like video games, I guess. <laughs> um, enjoy Final Fantasy. Hopefully we all get a chance to talk about something new next week. And um, until then, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Oh,